2: Mutual Broadcasting System presents Quiet, Please, which is written and directed by Willis Cooper, which features Ernest Chappell. Quiet, Please, for tonight is called 13 and 8.
1: I don't remember when was the first time I'd seen him, I don't think. When was the fire at the Harbor Hotel last August, wasn't it? When the fellow jumped out of the window, lit on the streetcar, got carried three blocks in his night Yeah, last August. I guess that was the first time. I've seen him a lot of times since then. Well, I never thought much about it the first time. Uh, me and this kid Buzz, we was covering the fire. You know how it is when the hotel gets on a fire in the middle of the night. It could be. It could be a big story. You get a shot of a guy doing a swan dive out the 20th story and get one of them prizes. Only the Harbour Hotel is only three stories high and... This guy landed on a streetcar, and all he got was a fractured clavicle, wherever that is. When I get the pictures, only no prize. I'll tell you about it, see? There's about 12, 15 photographers there from different papers, and a lot of reporters and cops and firemen and things. Too many of the bubblegum kids with their box cameras getting in everybody's way, and once in a while, getting stood on their heads in the gutter by working stiff like me. All of a sudden, this buzz, he hollers, hey, look at the guy in the window. And I looked, and so does everybody else. And everybody has got his camera aimed at the guy. And his citizen steps right in front of me. Well, you know what is a lens louse? We get them all the time. They're citizens. They want to crawl into a picture in a noose the target's making. and So they get their pushes in the paper. And they're by the millions, brother. By the millions. So we got a kind of yell. We yell sometimes when we see a lens louse. enough a picture. To so warn off the other guy, see. We holler 13 and 8. Then everybody is onto his guard, see. And the lens louse think out a prayer. So I holler 13 and 8, and all the other photographers, they look around, and just then, the fella jumps out the window, and I'm the only guy looking, and I bang his shutter. Well, I figure the lens mouse is right in the middle of the picture. He was Googling into my lens, but maybe I also got the fellow jumping out from the wind into the background, and we could route out the lens mouse and just have a shot of the guy flying through the air with a greatness of ease. Well, up runs Biggie Wallenstein from the press, and R.A. Parks, and Lee Nittinger, all hollering and waving their cameras because they missed the picture on account I hollered 13 and 8. And I say, listen, I'm just trying to be a nice guy and a comrade. I missed the picture too, don't I? And they say, there wasn't nobody. And I say, what do you mean, your adjective? And they say, there wasn't nobody, and I was just trying to draw them off the picture. They say, there was too. It was a guy, wasn't it, Buzz? And this Buzz, he, he looks kind of funny, and he said, sure there was. And then this Piggy Wallenstein, he said that this was the old days we'd take the plate away from the bust it. I say, well, it's film, and you can't bust film. Then I say, and besides, this is the new days, and you lay off, and maybe I'll take your face and bust it. Then they swore at me, and the fire was out. So, Buzz and me, we went back to the office. So, we go in the doctor room, and I cook the film, and Sure enough, I got a sensational shot at the guy skimming out of the window. And there ain't no sign of the fellow I seen in front of me, the lens louse. So I say, hey, Buzz, that's funny. Buzz says, listen, Rocco, he says, listen, you know there wasn't nobody there. And he laughed and says, hey, that was a pretty cute trick. Going off them other fellas like that, Rocco. Something? I say there was a guy there, or else I wouldn't have hollered 13 and 8. And I got a $15 bonus check. Yeah, but just the same, I'll holler 13 and 8 again if I see a fella googling into my land. Well, right. Two more times I've seen a guy. You ever know how it is you see a guy and you don't see him, and he looks like somebody you know? Or maybe it's because you see him every once in a while and you get to recognize him like him. Well, that's with this guy. I only get to see him, see, looking through the wiring on my camera with one eye, and I got nearsighted in that eye a little bit. But up he pops right in front of the mayor one day while he is saying welcome to some ambassadors or something in his look at. And it's very quiet, and I holler out, 13 and 8! And the mayor jumps and his plug hat falls off. And I shoot just as him and one of the ambassadors bumps their heads together. Reaching for it. And oh boy, I've got another $15 bonus. <laughs> On
2: account
1: that kind of we don't like the mayor, see? <laughs> and at the next guild, Biggie Wallenstein,
2: he prefers the
1: charges against me. He says Brother Rocco Carcioli is guilty of conduct unbecoming. And if Buzz didn't testify for me, I'd be thrown out of the guild or something. All I'm doing is trying to be a good guy. now I'll tell you about the third time. The time I got the race. This fellow, this uh, big-time Charlie with the pinball machines, uh, you see, he was bit by the dust. You know, they have put the finger on him, but big, and the judge says how he should spend the next 40 years making little ones out of big ones or whatever they do down at Joliet. So it's the day when they're going to shove him in a car and take him down Highway 66 to Joliet and stuff him in the pokey. All the papers have got the guards around to make the farewell shots to the takeoff. He's been in the big can out on California Avenue. We're standing around outside waiting for the party to come out. This here, Biggie Wallenstein, is standing alongside me.
2: You're going to holler 13 and 8 on us this time, Rocco. I'm going to shove your camera down your throat. Yeah, you and who else? Me and the rest of these guys. I'm not kidding, too.
1: Well, listen, Biggie, I don't holler unless I see somebody. you
2: never seen anybody the last two times. I did, too. I'm only trying to do you a favor.
1: You should do me a favor. I'm
2: just warning you.
1: Heads up, they're coming. Keep your nose clean now, Rocco. Ah, go shoot you. Uh, hey, Chief. Hey, hey, Chief, how about it? All right,
2: boys. Take it fast now. Uh, pull up your hand a little bit, Chief. Okay. Yeah. Hold it. Ah. Uh, one more, one more. Uh, have him take his hat off, Chief. Take off your hat, then. How's that? Uh, okay. Hold it. Hold it. Is Got all the names? Uh, sure, we got the name. Uh, We shoot one while you get in the car, huh? Okay. Come on, Dan. And then
1: I see this here character again, this Landlock. Oh God, did I say to myself that that sort looks familiar to me. I move around so that he ain't in front of me. Yeah, but he moves too. And they're just getting in the car and somebody else is stepping up close to this big shot, and I yell out 13 8! Hey! hey, 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 hey the only shot of this big shot blowing a hole through the chief of police with a gun that somebody slipped. And you know what? Biggie Wallenstein, if it hadn't have been for his camera, Biggie Wallenstein would have got his head blown right off. Only he was holding up the camera to his face and all that done is ruin the box and all the other shots he made. Yeah, this suncloth was standing right in front of me. But he wasn't in the picture when I developed it. There wasn't nobody but the big shot with his gun and... Chief of police standing there with a dumb look on his hand and a a hole in his chest, you could choke a horse with it. And I get a scoop. And a (laughs) raid. Well, uh, I want to tell you about this kid, Buzz, I was telling you about. They work together quite a lot. You see, he is fresh out from college, where he was a GI Bill after the war, and Steve Tumble is the city editor that hires Buzz. Well, uh, we're getting kind of famous, see, uh, on account of scoops I'm getting. And, of course, Buzz is with me, so he's, he's kind of in on it, too. And, and I figure maybe he's good luck. Besides, he's smart. He was the guy, for instance, that named the streetcar. You know, uh, the killer car... You know, the car that pumped the old lady at Lake Park on the 49th. Then it ran away from the Mortimer member, hit the automobile with them kids from the university the very next
2: week. Yeah. It was Buzz that thought that up. How'd you think it up, Buzz? I didn't think it took any special genius to think that one up, Rocco. Oh, yeah. Sure it did. Anybody'd think of it. I wouldn't have.
1: Well,
2: you're a photographer. I wish I could think of things. You're doing all right with your pictures, Rock.
1: Oh, sure, yes.
2: Only Them. one thing, though, Rock. Huh? One of these days, you're going to wake up with a busted nose. you
1: are one whole world.
2: Nah, not me. I mean that 13 and 8 stuff.
1: What about it?
2: Well, it's been a great gag. One of these days, you're going to pull it once too often. Some of your valued colleagues will put the arm on you.
1: Well, listen, I ain't kidding, bud.
2: You're not kidding me. No, there is a guy. You mean this is the same guy? You know it's a gag. No, it ain't. I pretty near can recognize him. Well, how come I've never seen him? Ain't you seen him? You said you did. I'm your pal, Rocco. Listen, Buzz, cross my heart I hope you die. There is a guy. Yeah. I'm telling you, he follows me around. Little man with a green coat. No, no green coat, but he's a real guy. Well, how come he never appears in any of those pictures? It's me. Don't kid me, Rocco. I wouldn't kid the other guys either if I were you. I think they're getting tired of it. I tell you, I ain't kidding nobody, bud. Okay. Okay, bud. But don't come to me for sympathy when they gang up on you.
1: They ain't gonna gang up on anybody. Else. sir, I was just going in the doctor's room to develop it. Yes, sir, I sure do need a new camera. Hey, it's right here, what's left of it. Oh, no, I got the holder out and the film's all right, I think. Uh, I think I got a good shot. Sure. Oh, sure. Well, I I never seen you hit me, but I think I know who it was. Biggie Wallenstein. Yeah, sure, from behind me. I'm pretty sure it was a Fox on the star that jumped on my camera. I was laying down. Well, I just seen footprints going up and down on my camera right in front of my nose. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Nothing. Well, sure, that was kind of a reflection. Reflection, like automatic. I seen this fella, he stepped in front of me. An automatic, I say thirteen and eight. Then boom, I'm dead. Huh? Oh well, it was—it was a beat-up old camera anyway.
2: Okay, run away.
1: Yes, sir. All righty. What's
2: the matter, Rocco.
1: You get work over. Nah, shut up. Who's in the dark room? Nobody. Anybody in
2: there? I guess not. Hiya, Rocco. Where'd you get the black eye? Hiya, Bud. Where'd you get it? Come on the dark room with me. Okay. Got another soup?
1: Lock it. Maybe I have. Who smacked it? Biggie, nice. I think. Where's the suit? Oh, here. You say it again? Say what? Is yeah, that the time of day?
2: 13 and 8.
1: Yes. i seen them again. They're digging a hole in the river. How's the time? You can't see in the dark. You mean the tunnel. Uh, yeah, this uh, I got a taxi either, whatever it is, and they're hauling him up with a pullet. Pulley. Yeah, and my friend, Lentlaw steps in front of me, and I just say it and stop. I get a cloud in the mouth. And they fall down, and I press the thing as I fall down. The rope breaks on the bullet and the guy falls back in the drink. And
2: they jump on my camera. You mean you got to of the man falling, Rocco?
1: Why well, you did if that character ain't smeared all over the film. Yeah. There. You can get it in the high I wrench
2: it first. I hope that's high I turn on the white light? Uh, a minute. Okay. Oh, boy. Hey, look at that. Fine, Rocco. Terrific. Wait a minute. Amy, tell you what. It's your guy. What guy? Your lens was standing in front of you. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, look here. Wait till I get the front of the light. Ha-ha, <laughs> you see? Uh, look here. I don't see... see? There's, there's his head, see?
3: Huh?
1: You see his hat? See?
2: There's an arm, see? Yeah, but... He's there. You pay me. They're all right. But why do you suppose you can see right through them? Well, you
1: know what? I took this here negative over to Kinsey Grill one night where I knowed I'd meet Ziggy Wallenstein, and I walked in with it. Him and Ray Parks is getting at a table organizing some beers. I just walk over and sit down. I said, look, I want to show you something. I'm nasty. I just want to prove something. I just want to prove I never hollered 13 and eight for nothing. I want you to see this here, I said. Well, see what happens when you're an old white guy. By 11 o'clock, I'm full of free beer. The Biggie Wallerstein officer Levy hit him in the nose. And Lori Park is also going over to the office and getting his camera so I can jump on it. <laughs> I mean, they're sorry. And the only one thing that bothers none of us is why is the guy so you can see through him? And then Biggie Wallerstein putting his scares of beer on me.
2: Maybe the guy is a ghost, Rocco.
1: you know what? I am out on the thing with Buzz the next afternoon. Who is there also? The Biggie Wallenstein. He gives me a big hello. I give him one. And we're pals, see? And we're standing alongside each other, lining up a shop. He borrows a flashbulb from me. Uh, just to show we're brothers and things. And he grins at me and he says, Now, don't holler, Rocco. And I say, Why should I holler? There ain't anybody here but us chicken. And he laughs. And so we line up our shots so they won't be much of I can. It's a shot of a coal shed where they found $34,000 in $20 bills. And I'm squinting my plum eyes through the wire thing, and all of a sudden...
3: Thirteen and
1: eight! And I pretty near dropped my camera as I bust a standing high jump record. And listen, there wasn't anybody there at all. Nobody but me and Biggie. I've
2: seen him, I tell you, Rocco. I just do seen him. Yeah, crazy. He was standing right there in front of us both.
1: Well, where'd he go then? I don't
2: know.
1: Listen, bud, you wouldn't be pulling a gag on your pal, would you?
2: Me? Yeah, you. I see him, Rocco. Just because you think I pulled a gag on you a couple of times? Oh, so it was a gag, huh? Listen, you I I knew you would pull a gag. I'll bust your neck off. I'll back you down.
1: Place. Also, I got no picture. And I feel off.
2: Hey, Rocco. Telephone. I shut up.
1: Yeah? Huh? Get away from there. I ain't talking to you. Now, listen, Biggie. You
2: what? You did. You have? You are?
1: Yes. You know what? He's got a picture of that guy on his pillow, and
2: you can see right through him. you want. Come on. Oh, Buzz. Hey, what's cooking? Killer car did it again. Huh? The Killer car. Oh, the street car. Man off the tracks on the south side and killed the mailman. Come on, Trumbull wants pictures. Oh,
1: all right. Here we go again. Come on. He wants pictures of it now For the fun's all over.
2: Come on, come on, come on. He gave me taxi money. Oh, oh well,
1: in that case, if we ride, I'll... <laughs> does not very much. See car blocking the street that snows up on the sidewalk. Didn't bother it a bit. I got me four or five shots of the art department could paint up with dotted lines and X's and stuff. And Buzz, he got a lot of stuff from the people that seen it. Then pretty soon, Biggie Wallenstein came up. Buzz is listening to the barber tell how he was giving some old guy a shampoo and he heard bungle, bungle, bungle. And the mailman comes sailing through the window scattering postcards all over the shop. And I'm setting on the curb brick in the bottle of ale and writing down names.
2: Is there any good shots, Rocco?
1: Yeah, regular stuff.
2: Hey, uh that picture.
1: I don't want to talk about it.
2: Leave me show it to you. No. Yeah. Look. I made a print.
1: Listen, Biggie.
2: What do you suppose this is? I don't know, but it scares me. It
1: Did you see anybody here?
2: No. You think you and me is not? You know what? I wouldn't take no bets on it, Doc.
1: What did they say over the paper?
2: Yeah, I thought it was a double exposure. Wasn't though. You know it wasn't. Hey, do uh, you think we're haunted?
1: I wouldn't bet on that either.
2: Hey, look what? He's a lot cleaner in your picture. Uh, I noticed it. Can't, can't quite see his though. No, but there's something awful familiar about him. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, move away, quick. What's better? Give me a post-up of the front of the car, will you, with the number and everything? Ah, uh, what for? I want it. Ah! Dumble wants it, too. Oh, well. Oh, hi, Biggie. Hi, Bryce. How's it? All right. Hurry up, Rod. I want to get back. Uh, you find out something I don't know, Bud. Nah. I'll meet my girl. Oh. <laughs> 13 and 8! What? Hey, Biggie. Come quick. That guy again. He's under the front of the car. And he's dead. Come on, bud. Telephone,
1: Rocco. I'm just going in the dark room. It's Trumbull. Oh. Yeah, Mr. Trumbull. Yes, sir. Well, Buzz is right there with you, ain't he? Uh, he can tell you. Uh, no, sir, I ain't developed it yet. No, I, I know. Well, no, sir, I, I sure thought there was somebody under that car when I was taking a picture. And, and when we went back... No, that's right. I couldn't see anybody either, but I swore it. Well, I don't know. Well, I'm going to cook the film right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll call you as soon as I get it developed. Yes, sir. Hey,
2: anybody in the dark room?
1: Let me, Biggie Wallingstein. Biggie. This is Ocho. listen. Well, wait, I I gotta pull myself together. Yeah. Uh, you know that picture I took when I thought I'd seen that character under the car? Yeah. Yeah, well in the picture there is a guy under the car and he's all smacked up. Why oh, not kidding? Yeah. Sure. Oh, well, you, you couldn't see through him this time. Well, listen, Biggie, I'm scared of it. Have you got a shot in front of the car I could borrow? I got to have it. I, I never missed a shot in my life. Yeah, I got to Send over by kid, will you? What? Well, I, I can't show it from the tumble. Oh, I can't. I can't show it to buzz, either. What? Listen, Biggie, I burned it up. The film, I burned it up. Well, you can see the guy's face plain in this picture. Yeah. Yeah. it buzzed.
2: Marco. <laughs> what are you doing down here in the lobby? Where's your camera? Quite well. But, what... What for, Buzz? Come on, you're going with me. We got a feature assignment, boy. Well, uh, I ain't got my do Go get it. Hurry up. I'll wait for you. I've been looking all over the place for you. Yeah, but why? I'll tell you on the way. Go get the camera and a lot of film. A lot of film, too, Rocco. Hurry. Leave it now. Uh, I'll meet you down here? Yeah, I'll be right here. I gotta make a phone call. Let me talk to Steve Trumbull, Alma. Hello, Mr. Trumbull. This is Buzz. I found Rocco, all right. Yeah. So I want to thank you again. It's going to be a slow story, I promise you. Now, yeah, we're going right out to the car barns now. The killer car is waiting for us. Come on. Tonight's Quiet, Please, story is 13 and 8. It is written and directed by Willis Cooper, and the man who spoke to you was Ernest Chappell. And Murray Forbes played Biggie.
1: Buzz was played by Ed Raggy. And a variety of voices in the course of the half hour. Reporters, cops, thugs, office toys, etc. Were by J. Pat O'Malley. Music for Quiet, Please, as usual, is played by Albert Berman. Now a word from our writer-director, Willis Cooper.
2: You couldn't possibly have recognized yourself or anybody you ever knew living or dead, thirteen and eight, because I invented them all myself. And any resemblance to anybody else is an amazing coincidence. The quiet please. next week is called "How Beautiful Upon the Mountain."
3: And
1: so, until next week at the same time, I am quietly yours.
2: Quiet, please, comes to you from New York. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.